We got multiple takeaways from day five of OTAs, plus Jalen Johnson has spoken out about his contract situation. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. You can also follow the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we are on. But let's go ahead and get into it. So we are going through OTA still, and there still are details and things coming out that are really interesting about this time at OTAs. First off, Jalen Johnson has said that he will be at OTAs next week. So that puts a little thing on that he also talked about his contract extension we'll talk about here in a minute but one of the things coming out of this continues to be dj moore and justin fields working on the chemistry so this coming out from josh schrock from nbc sports as they says more lined up in the slot against kyla gordon during red zone drill the star wide receiver quickly created separation to gain inside leverage on a slant and fields put the ball in the perfect spot for Moore to make a diving catch in the end zone first up a couple of things that are good for that a slant call Bobby has called for slants for this Chicago Bears offense since last season. We got a slant, right? But on top of that, just Justin Fields and, and DJ Moore continue to work on that chemistry. And I like that DJ Moore also lined up against Kyler Gordon to help Kyler Gordon push along his development, right? And, and Development from within. You got to test each other. You got to compete from within. And it sounds like they're doing that down there in OTAs. So it's good to keep hearing that, that there's more progress and chemistry being built between Justin Fields and DJ Moore. And DJ Moore even commented on that chemistry. He says this, it, 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 it's a work in progress, and he expects to be in good position with Fields when it comes to chemistry after OTAs and veteran minicamp. That's it, right? They're doing the things to help that. But as long with that as well, we're hearing great things about Tyreek Stevenson. Seems like Stevenson had the highlight of a defensive play yesterday in OTAs, uh, intercepting Justin Fields during, during a team workout. So great to hear with that one. Uh, he said this, this one's from John Hoke, says uh, he should have called it cleaner. It was a good play, don't get me wrong. Let's not get, let the ball drift back into his body. He dropped last one last week. Um, he had a similar situation because he let the ball come back into his body. And so at the end of the day, Tyreek Stevenson doing the things that need to be done, but it also sounds like Tyler Scott as well is showing some flashes and some signs there as well. This uh, says that he has some nice plays, according to the Bear Report, and a nice move to turn and get upfield on a play. Listen development this is what you need you're going to hear a lot of good things coming out of OTAs but it's good that we're hearing things about players that the young players that are also coming in trying to curve out a role for them and maybe even take some of that depth uh stuff away from other players we also uh kind of what we just talked about Kyler Gordon is is playing the nickel and so what that means is that that either means Tyreek Stevenson or Kendall Verdor are probably going to be the other starter there which I hope that Tyreek Stevenson edges it out that's kind of what we heard but uh the defensive coordinator, Allen Williams, says uh, Kyler Gordon is more relaxed this year, uh, not always in the red. He's mentally alert and physically calm. So it seems like he's hitting that second-year improvement that you want to see from a player uh, that's drafted high. Ryan Poses, official first draft pick of Ryan Poses' time here the, uh, running the Bears, was Kyler Gordon. So that's what you want to see. Um, but it seems like he's also going to get some reps outside um, in, in our base defense as well. But Kyler Gordon stepping in, finding that role, but you can also pull out of that what that means for some other players as well. Um, but the thing is, it is that putting Kyler Gordon in the nickel is highly important because much like the interior defensive lineman, the three tech is one of the most most important roles 
in Matt Eberflus' system. The nickel corner is also one of the most important roles in Matt Eberflus' defensive system. So Kyler Gordon thriving in that nickel role is going to put him in a position where he's going to be used a lot, he's going to be relied on heavily, and um, he, he's going to have every opportunity to, to not be as targeted as what he was last year and to step up. So, you know, it is what it is. Kyler Gordon also admitted that, you know, he, he sometimes misses plays on the outside, but he's fully embracing that nickel position. And because it is so important in Matt Eberflus' system, that's going to be huge for us as well. More details about Cody White here. Uh, Cody Whitehair saying it's like riding a bicycle as far as moving back to the center position, and we hope that he's gonna he's gonna get that done. He's gonna play there. We talked about before the last time Cody Whitehair was a starting center. He was a pro a pro bowler, so hopefully he can get back to a, a, a high level play at that center position that we need. And thank God Sam Mustafer is not out there anymore. Um, so you know, he said seriously, it's just it's kind of like riding a bike. So him going back to a position that he's played for a lot of his career, a position that comes natural to him. Seems like it's all working out, and it's going to help stabilize that offensive line as well and what we need from that. Khalil Herbert, right, our, our projected running back one potentially, he is working, says that he is working specifically on improving his blocking. Now, that is one of the – that in the passing game, not being the best in the passing game, but uh, Khalil Herbert becoming a better blocker is, one, is the one development piece that I absolutely want to see from Khalil Herbert next year, especially if he's the running back one, right? You want to see him grow as, as, a, as a blocker with David Montgomery walking away. That's a big part of what we need at that running back position. So to hear that he's focused on growing as a, as a pa pass blocker is big for that. He said he's been training this offseason to improve his blocking, and, he's, and he took up boxing to help him in pass protection. So, you know, that's an interesting thing to, to take up boxing and kind of help in pass protection, get those hand movements right. So, you know, that's that's solid there. I like to hear that Khalil Herbert's doing the things that need to be done to kind of make him a more viable, well, not viable. Viable makes it seem like he wasn't viable at all, but just make him a more solid part of our overall game on the offensive side of the ball. So that's what you want to hear from that. Next up, though, we got, we already said Jalen Johnson will be there next week at OTAs, but we got some comments. He answered a question. Um, about the potential of a contract extension, he said this, honestly, for me, it used to be a lot of pressure. I would even say for me going into my third year, I felt like that was the year for me to put myself out there. So one of the things that I've been kind of going back to in the conversation with Jalen Johnson is him saying pre previously that he, he would like to have a contract extension done before the start of the season. If he's more calm about that, maybe he goes into, goes into those negotiations a little bit more clear-headed, level-headed, uh, maybe doesn't take it as personal if they don't necessarily get a deal done prior to the start of the season. But Jalen Johnson is going to be, regardless, a, part, a big part of this team. And, you know, we can have the conversation of does he turn into trade bait if they don't work out extension, things like that. But it's good, A, that he's going to be in OTAs next week. Um, you, you want to get as many reps as possible with your projected starting lineup just so everyone, you can work out that chemistry, um, especially with, you know, having Tyreek Stevenson there now, too. You want to see that. So having Jalen Johnson at OTAs next week can't do nothing but be best for the team overall. And I like to hear that he's, he's, he's going to be there. I like to hear what his kind of mindset is on that contract extension as well, because that's what that's what we need. Right. We need Jalen Johnson to be the best that he possibly can be next season. I know some people are like, well, Jalen Johnson could go. He doesn't get turnovers. He doesn't do all that. That's, that. That will work itself out at some point. But at least right now, the biggest thing is, is getting him in the building, getting him primed, ready to go, getting everybody as healthy as possible as well because we're still missing players because of injury, things like that. But getting everybody as ready to go as they, as they can because 
once we hit the ground running, we want to start building that chemistry. As we go through preseason, we want to start, you know, having everything kind of work out the way that we need it to. So that all makes sense. That all makes sense. And it's good to hear Jalen Johnson kind of has that mindset as well. And that, 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 that those are the things that he's focusing on at this point in time. Now, we got some interesting comments as well from Khalil Herbert in regards to David Montgomery. He was asked about the things that David Montgomery sucked about. I said before about, you know, sucking and losing. And he said this, losing sucks. Not that I know that the other guys experienced it, but losing sucks at the end of the day. I know nobody was too happy to lose last year, and that's one thing I feel like we're trying to change this year. I was happy for him just being able to get paid, get his money. Obviously, as a brother, I miss him. It'll be, I'll, be, uh, I'll get to see him twice a year, so that'll be good. Overall, nobody wants to lose, right? When you play a professional sport, when you're competing and you care and you're invested in what you're competing in, you don't want to lose. And so with that said, like, you, you want to have you, you want to win games. And to hear Khalil Herbert say that that's one thing that he feels that they're going to change this year is winning. We all want that. We want the Chicago Bears team to win football games. We want players to develop. We want Justin Fields to turn into a good pass. We want a lot, right? We want Luke Getzey to call better offensive schemes. We want a lot. But ultimately, losing does suck. And as somebody who's a competitor, losing in any stretch of the imagination sucks. Now, the kind of the things that, that David Montgomery let out after that it, it, it is what it is at that point. But, you know, I'm sure that this team is going to miss David Montgomery. And they should miss David Montgomery as far as, the, you know, just the personality there. But we, he's, he's a Detroit Lion now. And at the end of the day, he's a competitor. He's in our division, and we got to try to kill him every time we see him. That's it. Period. That's it. And I think we're in a position this, this season where we're going to win more. We need to win more. And so I'm glad to hear that, that we're, we're coming out of that. But, you know, going forward, coming out of, uh, off of that, um, as we continue to go through OTAs, uh, things like Chase Claypool, Dante Foreman, uh, Jack Sanborn, and Lucas Patrick and Alex Leatherwood were present, but they did not participate in practice uh, just uh, yet. And so, you know, Matt Eberflus is, um, yeah, Matt Eberflus has already addressed why Chase Claypool is, is sitting out saying this. This time of year, you get, some, you get some soft tissue stuff, and there's no reason to risk anything at this time. So, you know, he just felt something like, like a lot of guys have. So we just let him sit out for the day and see where they're going from there, and then we'll see what to do. So anyone who was concerned about hearing Chase Claypool or anybody else is sitting out, let's just keep in mind, some of these players are coming back from injury, but it's still just OTAs. I don't even know if the pads are all the way on yet. So it's still just OTAs. We're going through this time period. Once actual training camp opens, things like that, I'm sure we'll have just about everybody ready to go, and we'll need everybody ready to go as well. But I'm super excited, as I have been, for this season and what's developing here in the Chicago Bears, and I really think that we're poised to see a couple of players, a few players really take leaps, and we're we're going to see the development of some rookies over the course of the season as well, but everything that we're hearing out of OTAs is all positive, which is going to be, even the worst teams have have nothing but positive news coming out of OTAs, but it just, it feels different. There's something different about this Chicago Bears team and what they're building here, and so with that being said, we got to continue. We got to let them go process. We talked about this week already. Why a lot of people, um, why a lot of people are still kind of you know pessimistic about the Bears and where they stand overall. But it is what it is. We are we are we are trying to change not only a team but a culture. We are trying to change the mindset. We are trying to change everything about this team. And the groundwork started being laid last season. Yes, even in a three and fourteen season, the groundwork for that started to be laid down. 
But we're starting to come out of that. We need to start seeing things actually come to fruition. We need to start getting wins on the football field. And I think that those wins are coming. Everything that we're hearing, the rookie stepping up. I want to hear more from Noah Sewell as well. Haven't really heard a lot about him. I want to hear more about what he's going to be and what his development plan is going to be, especially since Jack Sanborn is there but hasn't been participating yet. I want to know what that sounds like. And so we'll continue to watch, monitor any type of news that are coming out of OTAs, and we'll continue to deliver the great content. Tomorrow's Friday, so it's the first of two mailbag days. So make sure you guys get any voicemail, text messages, any of that stuff in as well. We'll tell you how to do that here in a second. But that's my time. Thank you for tuning in to another daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And make sure you guys get any text messages and voicemails in for that mailbag. And the number to do so is 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.